News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Well, join us, joining us now to discuss the rental inflation hitting that fifteen-year high is economist at Trinity College Dublin and author of the report, Ronan Lyons. Good morning, Ronan. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. So, pretty stark. Um, usually, we talk about how, in percentage terms, things have, dri- have been driven up, but this is. Actually, if we go back since records were starting to be taken, was it 15 years ago? This is the highest or the, the you know, the lowest ever and the highest inflation, lowest supply ever and the highest inflation. Yeah, and it's 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 not a coincidence that you're seeing those two things at the same time. Uh, really, the, the the more dramatic set of figures is the availability one, the number of the the the, the lack of homes available on the on the open market. Um, uh, traditionally, in the last few years, uh, when the market was still tight, uh, say between 2015 and 2019, um, there would have been about an average of maybe 4,000 homes available to rent at any one um, point in time, and even a year ago there were about two and a half thousand nationwide now there are only 700 um, homes available to rent give or take uh, and that gives you just an indication of, of how extraordinary the, the the situation is now compared to other august there might be some people there who have no contact with the rental market and say, ah yeah but sure august is always tough because you're trying to new students are, are trying to find a place to live and this is nothing like and in dublin we can go back 20 years and there's nothing like this in the last um 20 years uh, and as a result of that unprecedented scarcity of homes on the open market uh, we're seeing record increases in even in percentage terms, certainly in euro terms, in terms of how much rents are going up on the open market uh, month on month and year on year, but even in percentage terms, which is impressive when you think about, impressive in a bad way, when you think about uh, the the national rent was a little over 750 a month um, uh, a decade ago, so a 10% increase uh, then is is, 80 80 euro, Um, now the national average rent is over 1600 a month, so a 10% increase is off a much bigger base, and yes, we have the highest percentage increase year on year since I've been doing these reports over 15 years ago. How does it compare to the boom and the peak of the market back then? Yeah, and, and in some ways we can be misled a little bit because sale prices are still below where they were, although they're getting quite close um, to where they were in 2007. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if later this year we, some sale prices in some parts of the country get back to those peaks. In, in, in rents, it was never the case that, the, well, sorry, let me start it again. When rents fell, they fell by 30% rather than 60%. So the, there was less of a recovery needed. And in fact, rents surpassed their Celtic Tiger peak a number of years ago. Now, if you look at the average rent, I mentioned a little over 1,600 a month. Um, it's it's uh, almost 60% higher than the Celtic Tiger peak uh, when the, um, the 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 rent actually maxed out at just over 1,000 euro um, per month. So we're we're well past the 2006-7 peak. And actually, that difference I think gets to a really key point in understanding where the solution is going to be. Not that it will be a surprise, certainly I, I've been saying this for a while, but the, the, the reason that rents never got as, as frothy in the 2000s as sale prices was because the root problem then was there was too much credit sloshing around the system. Supply was actually pushing prices down and rents down. You noticed it in the rental market. You didn't notice it in the sale market because credit was working the other way. What we've had over the last 
five, almost 10 years in Dublin's case, um, is nothing to do with credit. It's all about the lack of supply. And that's what's, what's pulled rents and sale prices up. And in the rental market, it's even worse than in the sales market, which is why we're seeing those, those big increases. The supply figures are what really jump out to me here this morning, Ronan. 716 available properties to rent in the whole country. Uh, that's insane. I mean, is there any particular region or county where that is particularly chronic? It, 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 it sort of uh, it's chronic everywhere. Um, uh, you know, if, if you look at, at Waterford City, five um, Limerick City, seven homes available in the open market on the first of the month. Um, they're you know they're particularly notable because they're less than ten. But even in a city like Galway, to have nineteen um, in in Galway or less than fifty in in Cork. Nineteen I mean, in are, Galway. Nineteen properties yeah, to rent in Galway. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, if, if I were to give the Dublin figure as well, you know, in, in Dublin, it's less than 300. Some people might say, well, hang on a second. You know, in Dublin, we've seen these new kind of multi-unit rentals, purpose-built rentals. Are they getting captured in those stats? These are stats which are kind of counting the number of ads. And of course, you might have a development of 250 homes um, and um, and it might only have three or four ads because they have three or four property types. And that's a fair point. And so we've we started tracking those multi-unit rentals. One thing it doesn't do, of course, is it doesn't change those numbers outside Dublin. All the new purpose-built rental has been in Dublin so far. That will change a little bit with some some homes being built um, uh, in Cork and Galway over the next couple of years. But it doesn't change the dynamic anywhere else at all. And when you add those figures to um, uh, to the Dublin numbers, this, these are the new purpose-built rentals. It is true that um, about 25 extra um, homes have been added per week over the last year in, in multi-unit um, kind of purpose-built uh, rental accommodation. But that kind of 25 a week um, is simply not enough to overcome um, the the 80% fall in availability that's happened in Dublin over the last over the last year, uh, and it's that's the challenge. And that's the challenge. Uh, in your preamble, you mentioned, you know, do we have to look at it, look in the mirror for where the problem is? As a country, um, we have not been huge fans of building new rental accommodation over the last few years. Um, lots of developments have been challenged for all sorts of reasons, taken through the courts. One is off at the European Court of Justice, I think. Um, uh, the pipeline of, of rental homes is about 115,000. That's the number of rental homes that could get built this decade. The question is whether they're going to get built um, and, and whether we as a country want them to get built. Um, because I, I think if you were asking me three or four years ago, I would have said that the plans at the time would have meant we'd have built more than has been the case over the last three, four years. Some of that has been COVID-related disruption. But a lot of, of, of things go into the system, planning gets submitted, gets granted, and then a, a whole new process starts where you've got to fight the, the various legal options. It, some of that is around the nature of the um, the SHD process. This is a, a process the government introduced to try and get more housing built, and that was believed to sort of have introduced a democratic deficit that people couldn't get their say. I think we can address those concerns, but as a country, we need to accept that we need to build tens of thousands of, of rental homes over the next five, six years all across the country. Uh, and therefore, every community will need to play its part in having new rental homes built um, in their neighbourhoods um, and, and, and not just hoping that someone else can, can take the brunt of the pressure. Well, it's very... Um it's stark, as I said, Ronan, and you've made some very excellent points there in terms of communities rallying together to, to acknowledge that we need more homes. Thank you very much for joining us on the line this morning. Economist at Trinity College Dublin and author of the report, Ronan Lyons. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7.
on News Talk.